Hello, everyone. Okay, so Patrick asked, uh, why do I love big magic? Page eight, creative living defined. So this, I believe, is the central question upon which all creative living hinges. Do you have the courage to bring forth the treasures that are hidden within you? Look, I don't know what's hidden within you. I have no way of knowing such a thing. You yourself may barely know, although I suspect you've caught glimpses. I don't know your capacities, your aspirations, your longings, your secret talents, but surely something wonderful is sheltered inside of you. I say this with all confidence because I happen to believe we are all walking repositories of buried treasure. I believe this is one of the oldest and most generous tricks the universe plays on human beings for its own amusement and for ours. The universe buries strange jewels deep within us all and then stands back to see if we can find them. The hunt to uncover these jewels, that's creative living. The courage to go on the hunt in the first place, that's what separates a mundane existence from a more enchanted one. The often surprising result of the hunt is what I called big magic. Boo, that page, no matter how many times I read it, it's page eight, I get the chills, I feel inspired, I feel alive. The book goes on and on like this for me with these little clips of fear and courage and um, what it means to be human. On page nine, she says, when I talk about creative living, please understand I'm not necessarily talking about pursuing a life that is professionally or exclusively devoted to the arts. I'm not saying you must become a poet who lives in a mountaintop in Greece or you must perform at Carnegie Hall. When I refer to creative living, I'm speaking broadly. I'm talking about living a life that is driven more strongly by curiosity than by fear. So it goes on and on to talk about this intersection of courage and fear and curiosity. Um, on page 22, there's a chapter called The Fear You Need and the Fear You Don't Need. And it talks about creative living. It's just, again, it's like almost like the second version of The Artist's Way. It takes the concepts that we learned in Artist's Way and then puts it into basically a little memoir. Um, an idea arrives, talking about um, how ideas float, motives. Okay, so this is another, this is on page 98 and 99. This is another, this, this, these two pages around permission and motives were life-changing. Honestly, because I, when I heard it, it was like my body exhaled and I could, I was breathing and living and seeing things in a totally different way. So I'll read you the part. Oh, and here's the thing. You are not required to save the world with your creativity. Your art not only does not have to be original. In other words, it also doesn't have to be important. For example, whenever anyone tells me they want to write a book in order to help other people, I always think, oh, please don't. Please don't try to help me. I mean, it is very kind of you to want to help people, but please don't make it your sole creative motive because we will feel the weight of your heavy intention and it will put a strain upon our souls. It reminds me of this wonderful adage from the British columnist, you can recognize the people who live for others by the haunted look on the faces of others. I would so much rather you wrote a book in order to entertain yourself than to help me. Or if your subject matter is darker and more serious, 
I would prefer you made your art in order to save yourself or to relieve yourself of some great psychic burden rather than to save or relieve us. That was, uh, it was just amazing. And then she talks about why Eat, Pray, Love was a book to save herself and to work through all of the things she was thinking about. It was not like, yes, it did have a lot of uh, impact on the world, but it wasn't for us, it was for her. Um, so that was a really, really, that has continues to be in any writing I do. I'm like, I'm glad this, that you resonate with this, that, that definitely fills purpose and passion. And, oh, it's so satisfying to know that your words um, relate, someone else can relate to them, but I'm not doing it for that or to save someone else. It's for the own mental clarity. Um, and then on page 237, I believe that curiosity is the secret. Curiosity is the truth and the way of creative living. Curiosity is the alpha and the omega, the beginning and the end. Furthermore, curiosity is accessible to everyone. Passion can seem intimidating, out of reach at times, a distant tower of flame accessible only to geniuses and to those who are specifically touched by God sorry, especially touched by God, but curiosity is a milder, quieter, more welcoming and democratic entity. The stakes of curiosity are far lower than the stakes of passion. Passion makes you get divorced and sell your possessions and shave your head and move to Nepal. Curiosity doesn't ask nearly so much of you. In fact, curiosity only asks one simple question. Is there anything you're interested in? Anything, even a tiny bit? Um, you don't need to set your life on fire or quit your job or force you to change your religion or send you into a state. It just has to capture your attention for a moment. And in that moment, if you can pause and identify one tiny speck of interest in something, curiosity will ask you to turn your head a quarter of an inch and look at the thing a wee bit closer, do it. And then she goes on, there's scavenger hunts. Uh, the next chapter is, uh, and they're not chapters, they're like little, vignettes. Um, let me give you an example of where the scavenger hunt of curiosity can lead you. And then she talks about um, some of her writing scavenger hunt. So uh, the last chapter is divinity. I just, um, it is one of my most favorite, favorite books on life, of love, of creativity, of writing. Um, so I was so glad you asked this question, what did I love about it? In conclusion, creativity is sacred and it is not sacred. What we make matters enormously and it doesn't matter at all. We toil alone and we are accompanied by spirits. We are terrified and we are brave. Art is a crushing chore and a wonderful privilege. Only when we are out at our most playful can divinity finally get serious with us. Make space for all these paradoxes to be equally true inside of your soul. And I promise you can make anything. So please calm down and get back to work, okay? The treasures that are hidden inside you are hoping that you will say yes. So that's why I love big magic. Uh, maybe you do, maybe you don't. That's all okay. Have a great day.